Hello, and welcome to episode 45 of the Digital Theory Podcast. This is a show where three regular dudes talk about video games and other assorted geekery. This is Micah, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan and Mark. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing Doing well, how about you? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I don't have any internet issues this time, so uh, we're off to a better start already. Yeah, I think we need to apologize for our last week debacle. Yeah, it was. Look, yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of there was a lot of mistakes were made. We did we did get some comedy out of it um, by the fact of just having an episode that's a half episode. We named it the disaster. Um, yeah, because that's pretty much what that night was. Because Mark and I were recording, got some bad news in the middle of that, or like some bad family news. So we had to cut that one short. So we were like, oh, my gosh. So for those of you who listen regularly, uh, Micah had some issues on his Internet. So Mark and I said, well, we'll do a short episode and, you know, it just explain what's going on. Well, that short episode turned into like a 12 minute episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we apologize. Uh, Life happens. uh, But but we certainly do apologize. It was not it was not a planned uh, thing. No, and the good news is we're three regular dudes and do this part time, so we can get away with that. That's true. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. That's true. We don't. It's the perfect uh, excuse every time. Yeah, we don't claim to be professional, so uh, it is what it is. Yeah. But anyway, we are back, full force. Uh, so, this me this week. Yeah. Um. Actually, Micah, I, I'm really intrigued on one of these items that you have on the docket today. Okay. So if you guys are okay with that, I'd like to get, jump right into that and see what's going on. Oops, yeah, good. I am very intrigued as well. Uh, I'd like to know a little more about the uh, Japanese news that you provide us on a weekly basis. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep everyone uh, cultured here. So do tell. Okay, yeah, so uh, there is a, a new challenger on the field of gaming hardware. Um, it may be the first time I've ever, ever seen this. Uh, there is now, in Japan, available for purchase, a gaming mattress. That's right, a gaming mattress. <laughs> Okay, um, I, I'm looking at the pictures online. I, you're going to have to do some explaining for me. Okay, so uh, according to the site where I got this from, uh, Famitsu, it is a slightly firm foam mattress that provides ideal support for a restful sleep after a day of gaming. You know what it so... looks like? <clears throat> it looks like you went to Ikea and bought it. It looks like you go to Ikea and you got the cheapest futon they have available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so is it just thing, a mattress? It is just a mattress. Mark, you yeah. want me to send you the link? I think I'm looking at it. I'm just okay. not sure if this is the one. Is it like a, the one I'm looking at is like black and it has a, uh, does it look like it came from Ikea? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, yeah. I'm sure you're looking at the right one. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the 
if you guys go to the uh, Digital Theory Podcast Discord, um, sign-ups available for Patreon supporters. Uh, I'm going to drop this in the three dudes chat, the image, okay? Okay. Uh, this is the image from uh, the uh, Japanese article I was looking at. Hey, Mike, I throw it in the Patreon chat, too, so everyone can see it. Perfect. That is a Patreon member. Yeah. Yeah. Let me upload the file here. And upload without comment. So there it is. So it is just a mattress. It is not any type of, like, um, a frame or anything. It doesn't come with... I mean, there's an image that shows like monitors and stuff, but that doesn't come with it. It's literally just the mattress. Uh, and it does come in three sizes. Uh, there is the smallest, which costs uh, $256 or uh, 28,500 yen, uh, up to the largest, which is 43,500 yen or $391. Um, the cover can be removed and washed, uh, and the mattress can be rolled up for storage. I think they just had a good that to me it sounds like this company just has a good marketing department. Yeah, it's just all it is is a is a cheap mattress uh that they've put their logo on and they're just calling it gaming. Can I, um, I do have one question. Go for it. Does it have RGB lighting? Well, that was the thing. Uh a gentleman on <laughs> 2chan said that for this to be a gaming a true gaming product, it really needs to be illuminated. Uh, and it does not. It is, it is just a, a matte black mattress. Blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was quite an interesting piece of marketing uh, that they're they're setting up a uh, just the mattress. Okay. So what can we make and just throw gaming on it? What about um, the gaming cup like a little like a 16 ounce cup a little plastic cup that has maybe like rgb around the base of the cup and a built-in yeah. and a built-in coaster copyright digital theory podcast yeah and maybe yeah. like a little sippy lid so yeah, something to it, like if ergonomically it over, efficient yeah yeah exactly oh and we could add a coaster that charges the the lighting when yeah. you're not drinking it absolutely that's copyrighted. That, look, um, it is recorded that we invented that on yep. September 30th. 2001. Uh, you can't steal that. That's legal. It's legally <laughs> it binding. It is legal binding. Yeah, yeah. it is posted. Uh, it's a poor man's copyright. So. Right. Yeah, this is this is common law copyright. Uh, so we could do that. Or we could do like gaming, like a gaming fork to use when you eat your ramen. Oh. You know? Same thing. It's RBG or RGB. It's a uh, it's clear plastic, so the lighting lights up the entire fork. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could actually have yeah. like a whole uh, like cutlery vine. Exactly. That that's where my mind is right now, guys. I'm I'm like looking forward to my post podcast uh, ice cream. So I think we need like some gaming Tupperware or like chip bowls. There you go. Um, there you go. Snack sessions. <laughs> yeah. We're taking little... over. We're just gonna have a gaming kitchen 
Yeah, it's got like a little built-in clip where you can clip like a paper towel to wipe off your greasy fingers. Hear me out. We can even expand into the furniture market similar to this, but we could make it to where it stores the this these uh, utensils and the gaming cabinet. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it. This has been a productive uh, episode already. Yeah. Look, we all came high energy, so we may have missed last week, but we're making up for it now. We are for sure. That's right. It. But yeah, I'm glad I could stoke your curiosity with that uh, with that uh, piece of news. I will say though that that same company does have a gaming bed. Um, <clears throat> so, so they're not. This is this is not their first rodeo. No, 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 no. Uh, and the gaming bed, like. It, it's legitimately a gaming bed. Like it's got a it's got a bendable uh, holder for like a, a tablet. Um, it's got a a uh, stand on the end that has a a like a bolted in stand for a monitor. Um, it's got drink holders and bag holders for snacks. Like it's pretty cool. I'll I'll shoot you. Uh, let me shoot you this. It's a Kotaku link. I'll I'll drop this in the Patreon chat as well. Um, just to uh, give you guys the full. Um, experience of the gaming bed now that's that is pretty sweet yeah that's yeah that's, that's a gaming bed yeah that's what i would imagine when someone says this is gaming okay this is that's what i saw when i typed in when i looked up the gaming mattress was gotcha. the, I, I saw the actual bed yeah yeah no they yeah for the mattress i think they literally just took whatever mattress they had on that bed and just said this <laughs> is you know this is what we'll sell this for cheaper so you know what i think the the OG original version of this gaming mattress is, and they've just straight up copied it. Are you not as, not as you, good. Are you thinking about if it's, if it's not bed related, I think I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about like the gaming chairs, the built-in speakers? No. Um, I don't know if you remember, but some kids growing up would have like a bunk bed and the top would be the bed, but underneath it would be like a little like, TV stand with a chair. Oh under it. yeah! Oh yeah! I do that's remember what, those. That's what it reminds me of, but minus the gaming stuff. Yeah, uh, you're right. They just marketed it differently. Yeah. Clever. Well, we're in business now. So. There we go. Yeah, that's our new. That's our new uh, project. We're going to launch. Uh, look yep. for us on Kickstarter soon. Stay tuned. Yeah. We'll probably <laughs> also be in Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart, uh, Sky Mall, <laughs> and Wish.com. Yeah, Wish.com. <laughs> they'll, get like a, <laughs> they'll get a cup like a, a quarter the size of a regular cup. Yeah. Yeah. It holds. It is a paper cup. <laughs> it's like a yeah. shot glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It holds just <laughs> enough to take a Tylenol. One Tylenol. Oh, man. But that's all I got for the the gaming gaming uh, peripheral world this week. I like it. Good news, hardware. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, some culture. Yeah, you know, just I'm trying to keep things highbrow here. Wow. All right. Do you want to keep rolling? Uh, you want to hand it off? What you want to do? Sure. I mean, I can, I will, I can just talk about this next thing because it's a very short news story, but I feel like I owe everyone an update. So uh, 
last time we had a full episode, I talked about how Activision was having to uh, basically go and testify before the SEC, right? That they're in trouble with the federal government. Well, I actually didn't know the extent to which they were in trouble with the federal government. They were actually being sued by three federal agencies, uh, and they just settled a uh, a lawsuit that they had going on with the federal employment uh, agency for eighteen million dollars. Wow! Yeah, the Equal Opportunity uh, Commission uh, filed a legal complaint against the company, and they settled for eighteen million. Uh, the same year that CEO Bobby Kotick is making, you know, the a record for the most the highest paid individual. So there it is. Classic Activision. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the lawsuit's $18 million while Kodak himself is receiving compensation of $154 million in 2021 alone. Wow. Compensation. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's his, that's his paycheck. $154 million. Like this guy's LeBron or something. Yeah, so definitely not as fun news, but uh, I felt like I needed to keep you guys updated on that situation. Um, I will continue to watch and see if they settle the other cases, but uh, $18 million is nothing to sneeze at. I'd be very angry if I was a shareholder. Oh, yeah, oh, that's absolutely. definitely not pocket change. Yeah. So, But that's it. That's all I got for it. I can uh I can continue the bad news train if if we want to say there before we switch over to any more good news. Go for it. Yeah, tear us down before we build us up. Yep. So um, <clears throat> there's some new malware out there. Uh, it's being called Bloody Stealer, um, and it appeared in March of this year uh, on a Russian-speaking underground forum. Of course, it did. Um. It says uh, this is coming from inforisktoday.com. But basically, this thing is affecting the Bethesda store, Epic Game Store, Origin, Steam, Vime World, GOG, and a messaging platform called Telegram. Yikes. Um, It can also steal files from the desktop or the uTorrent client. And um, there's something there's there's it, it it's basically got some stuff like the code built into it um, makes it hard to um, detect using uh, like reverse engineering or malware analysis in general. So it's not the easiest thing to pick up. Um, <clears throat> as of right now, it's only been seen in Europe, Latin America, and the Asia Pacific region. Um, there's not really any info on you know, how Steam or EA or any of these companies are responding to it or, or what plan of action there is. Um, but something interesting in here talks about, um, it says the combinations of gaming logins and passwords to popular platforms such as Steam, Origin, Ubisoft, or Epic Games can sell as cheaply as $14 per thousand accounts when sold in bulk and for one to 30% of an account's value when sold individually. 
Um, so this sounds like some pretty nasty stuff. Uh, it only costs the, the actual malware itself uh, only costs $10 a month or $40 um, purchase for a lifetime subscription um, to have access to it. Um, and the article also talks about um, gaming, so, you know, where it's all such a, an, an increase in growth in 2020 um, that it's become a, a really popular target for, for these guys to go in and, and hack and try to get a hold of people's information since there's a lot of money tied up in, in gaming uh, itself. And also more people are, are buying games now due to the pandemic and, and spending time at home. Um, so it sounds like a, sounds like a pretty serious um, piece of malware out there. Yeah, I just pulled up an article uh, to look at it while you were talking. One of the scariest things about it for me is that it also grabs cookies, passwords, form information, and bank cards from uh, internet browsers. So if you yep. save a bank card for like Amazon or something, it can grab that as well. Wow. Um, looks like this says this is on uh, bluepincomputer.com. The number one way that it's been found is uh, in um, malware-laced botting and game cheat tools. So be careful out there, kids. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't sound like it's been seen in the States yet, but if you're in the Latin American or Europe or um, Asia-Pacific region, definitely something yeah. uh, doesn't sound like you want to be fooling with. Well, I think... You know, it's, it's a matter its of time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yikes. And so uh, we do have some listeners not in the States. So. That's true. So y'all be careful. Getting your, uh, your GTA 5 trainers out there. Yeah. So right. not good. Well, Mark, thank you for bringing that to our attention. That's it's pretty important news right there. Yeah, yeah, always uh, always good to stay up to date on what malware is out yeah, there. For sure. Just waiting around the corner. Like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. I haven't heard that in a long time. Oh man, I'm a here to time. I'm here to I'm here to bring up the ancient history. Got all, right. all the stuff in the vault. Yes. Yes, it's an iron trap, my brain. <laughs> Um, so I do have one more piece of bad news, and that is it for the bad news. If no one else has bad news, I can end it. Tear it up. All right. Oh. So last piece of bad news here is something that really hurts me personally uh, at the molecular level. But Diablo 2 Resurrected seems to be a total botch of a launch. Ooh. So, yeah. Um, there's a whole lot of things going wrong. Uh, the loot system's completely jacked up. Um, people are getting locked out of playing their characters offline with a bug with, uh, with the uh, online system. Um, it's just not, it's just not good. So if any of you out there were on the fence about it, um, it looks like it's going to be best to wait on this. Uh, this was going to be a day one purchase for me, but after all the, super shady stuff came out about Activision Blizzard. I was like, I can't really support them, um, which kind of glad I made that decision because this looks like uh, a total botch. So I'll probably wait for 
all the fixes to come in and this go on sale for like 20 bucks before I jump in. But um, game I was looking forward to. I loved the original release of uh, Diablo 2, but um, looks like the the resurrected is is not not as uh, as promised, unfortunately. That is unfortunate. Yeah. That kind of sounds like um like par for the course for Blizzard launches, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I'm with you. I uh, I was excited about this. I never played the original Diablo 2. Um, played a little bit of Diablo 3, but I was kind of looking forward to this and, and was planning on getting it. Um, but like you said, with everything that came out uh, this year <clears throat> um, and in light of everything going on at Activision Blizzard, I kind of forgotten about it. Um, and like you said, yeah, it's sounds like it's for the best that uh, didn't jump on the train. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, Mark, you and I can play this in about a year's time. Uh, but right now, it just does not look like something you want to r- run out and get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Yep. <laughs> guess uh more time to get through that the steam backlog yeah exactly and i just added to it this week with a purchase um, we'll get Same. to that later but um yeah so that's all for my news wow yeah. i guess i guess that leaves me right yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta build us back up now ryan i i have only good news that's excellent all right so uh, well yeah it's good news <laughs> <laughs> so apparently there is a reddit post of a ps5 motorcycle game where um, it looks so real that it's giving people anxiety whoa uh because in the video apparently they're it, it they think it's real life they don't think it's a you know video game so it, it freaks them out um and all the comments underneath it are basically everybody saying there's no way this is a game and then apparently the user posted a link showing that it was from a game called Ride 4. You ever heard of this one? Ride 4. No, I'm not a big I'm not, I'm not a big racing game guy, so uh, I'm not either. Um these kind of tend to go by me, but but I looked it up online and it, it looks pretty realistic. Um Originally, it was a PS4 game, and it was enhanced to PS5. Whoa! So yeah, I see what they're so they're talking specifically about the first-person view, right? Yes, dude, that does look like a real life. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little bit past the uncanny valley when you look at the player models, but if you were just looking at the background, I mean, that would yeah, that could trick you. Yeah, so it's messing with people. Wow. So I'm pulling up a video now. Man. Yeah, the the environments look so good. Like this street racing scene. Looks like they're in like a rainy neighborhood and like... Holy crap. You know, somewhere in America. I mean, that looks absolutely real. So... Yeah, are, that is insane. Have we, have we reached a peak here? Is this it? I don't. Well, I mean, it looks like we've hit a pretty high quality for at least for for uh, racing games. I would love to see 
this type of uh, graphic fidelity on an open world RPG. Yeah, I would go nuts for that. Well, Mark and I were talking in our short episode last week about Gran Turismo, the new one coming out, and we looked at some screenshots on it, and it's equally impressive. Yeah, it seems to me that like driving games are always like near the top end on on graphics. Uh, I don't know why that is, but maybe because they you know put so much detail into modeling the vehicles, but they're always super super high quality. Yeah, I I'm for sure impressed. Yeah, that's neat. But um, apparently, this guy has over 2.6 million views and 100,000 upvotes on Reddit. Wow! Wow! And this was just an uh, this was just upscale to PS5, right? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't even developed specifically for that. You know what Holy I mean? Holy crap! Yeah, we're just at the start of these consoles' life cycles, too. We've come a long way from full throttle, boys. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> we have. Now, I will say this though: forever and eternity, gamers are going to be say are going to be saying about new graphics. Oh man, this looks like I'm playing a movie. We all know when we say that now. Then we look back after twenty years. Yep. You know, because I remember playing the original Tomb Raider on the PS One, and I was thinking, man. It doesn't get any better than this. This is this looks real. And then I look back at it now. I'm like, man, my my imagination must have just been filling in those gaps. Like it had to have been. Yeah. Um, it is crazy how I, I remember playing Call of Duty, Call of Duty three and thinking yeah. the same thing on the original Xbox. Yeah, I think and it then, has a lot um, to do with, <laughs> with youth. <laughs> I will say um when Assassin's Creed 2 was out on PS3, I, I remember like climbing up like one of the mini chapels and like synchronizing. And my yeah. dad at the time say, seeing it and being blown away as well. Yeah. To be fair, um, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, at the time. It was. Yeah. Super impressive. But that, yeah, I mean, this is looks... the best Assassin's Creed game. Well, two, I agree. Not uh, to go off topic. No, but I agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, just the backgrounds, the backgrounds yeah. of this game, game are what looks so amazing to me. It's almost like you're going down on Google, Google Maps, Maps on like Street View. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, good story, Ryan. Yeah, it's, uh, that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, excitement. Um, you the see, other has some competition. Oh, sorry. sorry, you're fine, man. Uh, I was gonna say the other information i have i'm bringing which you know you count on me to, for this monthly yeah um i have your playstation plus october monthly games hey there it is and i'm gonna be honest with you i think they missed the mark big time on this month oh no not necessarily because they're bad games but they're releasing on october 5th so what type of games would you expect Gotta have some Gotta horror have games. Horror. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. We don't have any. God help us. Come on, Sony. Like, like really? We couldn't get one horror game? Dang. Anyway, um, the first one is Hell Let Loose, which is the PS5 game. That's going to be free. Okay. Um, that game looks pretty sick, though. Yeah, it says it's a World War II-inspired uh, multiplayer game. 
that's on my Steam wish list. Interesting. And it looks pretty cool, actually. I have not heard of yeah. this. That game looks sick. Hell let loose. Yeah. Give it a give it a Google there. Yeah, I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. Um basically uh you can do you can team up 50 versus 50, it says. Whoa. Um, and it has you can play 14 different playable roles. Um, you know, infantry, recon, um, and it says each is equipped with authentic weapons, vehicles, and equipment. Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots and uh it's it's pretty impressive. I mean, the uniforms look spot on. Uh yeah, the visuals look great too. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I might have to check this out. I think it's worth uh the price of admission. Yeah, for free, for sure. Yeah. Some would say you get what you pay for. <clears throat> yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully we get more than we pay for yeah yeah um but yeah like i said so i think they missed the mark but there are good games this month okay um so that's the first one which we all agree looks pretty pretty great um one game that i've talked about quite a bit on this podcast is free this month so you guys better go download it um it's pga tour 2k21 okay yeah yeah, quality game. I'll definitely get that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know how the golf club was in the past. This yeah. is just a, a better version of it. Just it's, a licensed version, yeah. Yeah, so you get all your your name brands and, you know, things like that. Um, Not much to say on that. It's a great golf game. So worth the price of the mission as well. And then also the final game is Mortal Kombat 10. Okay. Solid game. Yeah. So, like I said, the lineup this month is good. I just feel like, why didn't we get us? Yeah. At least of, one. We need some spooky, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a total. <clears throat> well, here's a. Now, this is but, another. Go ahead. Okay. Now, go ahead. You were. You were going I was going to say, this is just another one of those random things that, that I know, of course, about Japanese culture. Okay, but I know that in Japan they do spooky stuff in August because of Obon, and it's like that's when they do scary stuff is in the summer. Okay, yeah. So my thought was that they know everyone's going to buy scary games in October. Right? Why? Why give one away for free? Well, that too. Yeah, it's one of the. It's one of the two. But all, still all some solid games. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you might as well put them in your cart. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. None of those games are bad. Um, the only one is unproven is Hell Let Loose, but it, it looks fantastic. So, yeah, it's kind of impressive that they just snuck that one in there. Yeah. Meanwhile, we Very were cool. all talking about Call of Duty. Right. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So that's it for me on the news side of things. No, pretty good news this week. It wasn't anything that was like earth shattering. No, I mean I think the gaming mattress takes the takes the cake. Oh, it's definitely. Pretty weird, yeah. It's pretty. <laughs> it's capitalism. It is 
that is capitalism's <laughs> finest. I love it. <laughs> but um, guys, I have a big announcement for the what we've been playing section. Uh oh. All right. Roll, please. Mark already knows. Well, I guess you do too, Micah. But for those listening, we have made it off the planet. I did see the image. Yes. The rocket has launched. Um, 50 hours. Actually, it was 49 hours and like 50 minutes in. Good Lord. Finally off the planet. But I I promise I could probably do it in 25 hours the second time around. (laughs) Right. There were a lot of mistakes. I had machines sitting around. I was getting attacked because I was on the planet too long. It was just falling apart. But efficiency is key in that game. So I think a second round, I could do it in half the time. So not to, like, make you sad, Ryan, but as you were talking about this, I just got it in my head. Like, do they do they have speed runners that do Factorio? They do. And they do. Um, and the fastest time is an hour and 27 minutes. Yeah. I'm good lord. No fun, though. How, how do you do <laughs> that? I, I don't know. I mean, there's an achievement for that game that's like to finish it in eight hours. Wow. And I know, um, I don't know how you can see this. I don't remember. I did it at one point, but it tells you like the percentage of people who have accomplished the achievements. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like 17% of people have got off the planet. I'm like, only 17%? Yeah, that's pretty small. So I can't imagine the people who have got off the planet in eight hours. You know what I mean? Right. God. That's wild. Yeah, that is nuts. But it's a it's a great <laughs> game. Mark has you know, just completely wrecked havoc on my life with this game. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pick it up. You're welcome. To see, just to see what the fuss is here when it goes on sale. Probably, uh, probably do Never. it on the holiday sale. <laughs> they don't ever put this one on sale. That's true. But it's worth the price of admission on this one too. Okay. Um, if you get it, I'll I'll do a playthrough with you. All right, sounds good. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna put it in the uh, in the storage chest for a little while. Take some time off from it. Yeah, after 50 hours, yeah, for sure. But it's one of those games where you, you know, you get going, you gotta finish it, or if you go back to it, you'll forget what you were doing. Right. Yeah. I call that every game now that I'm getting a little older. (laughs) I'm just like, God, what was I doing? I don't even know how to play this game anymore. Yeah, but you're notorious for jumping around. That's true, too. That's very true. Uh, I, I can jump around a little, but not like not a lot. Yeah, I jump around a lot. You're gonna find that out tonight. All right. Well, let's 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 get it rolling, Micah. See what you got. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll start with I'll start with one really quick one. Um, so I've been playing a lot of uh, No Man's Sky since the uh, new update came out, and I have got to get you guys into this game. Uh. This is a game I think we would all enjoy as much as we enjoy playing um, Valheim and other crafting games, survival games. I think you guys would would dig this now. This is now, after all the free updates um, and free expansions, that this is a game that I highly recommend. So what do you play it on? Uh, I play it on um, Xbox. Okay. 
Is um, it cross? Yeah, it's totally cross play. Okay. Um, but it's it's super fun now. Yeah, I've played it a little bit on Xbox. It's probably been, I don't know, it's probably been over a year since I played it, but I really liked it yeah. a lot. Um, and I, I love flying in that game and going to the space stations and stuff. Right. Um, but I know they've added a lot even in in a year's time. Oh, it yeah, it's it's like a whole new game. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, the base building is amazing. You can build bases on huge like freighter ships now. Have mobile bases, like it's pretty cool. It's got exo vehicles. You can build like mechs. You can build submarines. Uh, it's amazing. That's yeah, that's crazy. Uh, they didn't have submarines last time I played it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So huge, huge thumbs up for me. Uh, Hello Games deserves all the credit they're getting from for uh, sticking with the game when they could have just bounced with the money. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Frontiers update's pretty fun. So what does that update add? So a lot of base building uh, okay. stuff. Uh, you can you can tame and ride animals now. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, it's it's just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'll have to give that one another try. Yeah, it's neat. It's super neat. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, yep. I think. I think you. I think we'd have a lot of fun with that. We could uh, maybe live stream it or record it, like we've done Valheim in the past. So Mike, I know um, we. To keep, speaking of like space games, um, I know we've talked about Star Citizen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, have Have you looked any more into that one? No, I'm. I'm Last time I saw was when we were talking about those uh, screenshots that looked like, you know, Star Wars screens. But I haven't, I haven't uh, kept up with it uh, since that that story. So I, I, I'm I won't lose hope. I won't let my I won't give up hope entirely. Oh no! Oh no! Um, but uh, I I only like check in like once, maybe twice a year. Um. And I saw a video the other day that looks insane. Okay. Like I did not realize how much they had put in the game. Um, but they were like on this ship that is almost like a yacht that goes through space. Um, <clears throat> and these guys are like, they fly onto a planet and this city that they're flying. To, I mean, they're flying like in between like skyscrapers and um and like you know all these buildings that go up through the clouds and this dude is like there's like a guy following them in another ship and like trying to land on their ship um it looked in, it looked insane wow i'm just i'm still just so hurt <laughs> <laughs> yeah this game just continually continually looks amazing um but i feel like the, i feel like it was just way too what am I? What am I? What's the word I'm looking for? It was ambitious. way too ambitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I not to go too far off of No Man's Sky, but it's frustrating to see like them put their time and energy and things that don't really matter, like being able to metabolize food and use the bathroom in the game. Yeah, like, like can't that come when the game's more stable? Yeah, just... that can come later. <laughs> yeah. 
just get her running first. Yeah, really. Like I just I want to play in the in the persistent universe. I don't right. I'm not I don't know how much time I'm gonna spend like eating and then making my character go to the toilet. <laughs> Make sure I go pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you guys playing the Sims. It's exactly. the Sims in space. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh but yeah, I was just curious. You brought No Man's Sky made me think about it. Yeah, I mean I it looks so good. It continues to I mean, like I said, last time we talked about this, I'll talk about how amazing it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it's just at this point, I don't even look at it. <laughs> I just, I just wait to hear like the huge announcement they're actually launching. You know what I mean? So, have you bought a like a ship at all? Uh, no, I didn't buy a ship. The only thing I did was I, I, uh, I backed it on Kickstarter, so okay. I got access to the, um, well, they called it the beta, but it's it's really an alpha. I mean, to yeah. be honest. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I actually bought one of the ships. Um, it's like the 315P. I don't know the name of mm-hmm. it, but um, it's like a small single cockpit. Just It's, it's supposed to be like for ex- exploration or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but when I bought it, you know, you just bought the ship and that was it. You just had the ship. But when I, I logged back into my account the other night, you can actually customize the way your ship looks now. So like mine standard is black and yellow on the outside. Um, and I can make it like red or white, or then you can like buy other colors, but I mean, you can customize like the color of the pilot seat and what the yoke looks like, the trim in the ship and everything. It's pretty insane. Wow. See, but, again, uh, like you said, I feel like they're focusing on the wrong stuff. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But again, like, that could be, like, a later addition. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, you know, it's, it, it was cool because, like, I obviously don't have a computer to run the game. Um, so getting to interact a little bit with my account was kind of exciting. Right, um, right. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's like, you know, if we could, if we could get the game out, I could start planning a PC build around the game right. versus – you know, knowing whatever I buy, I will probably have to upgrade when the game comes out yeah. anyways, because the yeah. tech is just, it's not really there right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We might, we might see it before the end of this century. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. That would mean that I only uh, backed one Kickstarter that didn't come to fruition instead of two. So, what was the other one? Uh, it was a. It's a game called uh, Unsung. Oh, what was it called? Hold on. Oh, crap. You've talked about this one before, haven't you? Unsung story on Kickstarter. Yeah, it's. It was supposed to be a. Uh, spiritual successor to Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. So, um, yeah. But anyway, they've had to. Uh, they they pivoted. Like the original team behind them just abandoned it. and knew the company picked it up. So it's still being developed. But, ugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, we'll see. Cool. Yep. 
what else have you been getting into? Um, so uh, I could talk about a couple games I've played on Game Pass. Uh, well, actually, one Game Pass game. The other was a game with gold. But um, there's a Game Pass game out that I am really impressed with. I don't know. I kind of just missed this. I don't remember uh, this being announced, but it's a game called Aragami 2, um, where you play as like this ninja who has abilities to manipulate shadows. Uh, and it's like a stealth game. So you infiltrate. Uh, kidnap, steal, and assassinate. It's almost like an old Tenchu game. If you guys remember the Tenchu games back on the uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Where you played with my boy, Ricky Maru. There uh, you go. But anyway, Aragami is really cool. Uh, I never played the first one, but Aragami 2, available on Game Pass now. Uh, Microsoft does not sponsor me, although my DMs are open. Uh, Daddy Phil. Uh, anyway, Aragami <laughs> 2 uh, looks really cool, plays really cool. The combat is hard, so if you get discovered, um, you're not like some you know, immortal god of the sword who can just kill everybody. It's a uh, combat that feels similar to Sekiro. doesn't feel as good, but it's definitely as punishing. Um, so if you got Game Pass, I highly recommend it. Aragami 2, pretty cool. I feel like you guys haven't been uh, beating up the Game Pass drum, you know, lately. So it's good I know. to hear. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I did have a news story on Game Pass, but I decided to not mention it. I'll, I'll mention it now though, just because, um, uh, <laughs> because of your comment, Ryan. But uh, <laughs> Game Pass has now surpassed 30 million subscribers. Wow. wow. Yeah. So well, they better not raise it that dollar or you're out. Yeah, or yeah, that's it. That's that's uh that's the hill I die on. Um, but yeah, uh origami two is really cool. You know, if if, if they have 30 million subscribers and it's fifteen dollars a month, that's four hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, let me see. I'll make sure I said the right Ooh. word. I want to make sure I said the right number. I don't think they need to up it an extra dollar. It is 30 million. Yeah, 30 million subscribers. I was right. Uh, technically, yesterday is when they announced that. Wow. That's insane. They could handle an $18 million lawsuit like it was nothing. I mean, yeah, that's that's stupid money. Yeah. Um, but it's a good service, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I can mention uh, one more that I've played a little bit of that was a Games with Gold game that I didn't hear anything about, but it's right up my alley. And it's Warhammer Chaos Bane. Have either of you heard about this game? Now, I've heard of, the, you know, the Warhammer games. Right. Yeah, that's about as, as far as I've heard. All right. So, <clears throat> so this was like coming off the news I said earlier about Diablo 2, this was a huge find for me. So Warhammer Chaos Bane is a Diablo game set in the Warhammer universe. Um, it has local four-player co-op, and it also has online four-player co-op. Uh, and Ryan, it plays a whole lot like the old-school Baldur's Gate games for PS1 and PS2. Very nice. Yep. So this was a gem that I found. Well, is it on Steam? 
Uh, I think so. Yeah, Warhammer Chaos Bane. Yeah. Yep, thirty bucks. It's uh, it only has mixed reviews. Now it's now I will tell you this: it's not as good as Diablo. Um, but looking for a new Diablo light game, I was pleasantly surprised that this was available for free. So, so are you into Warhammer? Besides this, at all, I'm into the Warhammer universe. Uh, I never played the, I never played the uh, tabletop game, um, but I'm into the Warhammer um, like fantasy universe. It's got, it's really cool dark fantasy. So uh, I'm into the lore. Uh, I'm not so much into the Warhammer Forty Thousand, um, but uh, the original universe, I'm I'm down with. I really like Total Warhammer uh, or Total War Warhammer. Yeah, that one looks really cool. I just haven't ever picked it up because yeah. I've never really been into Warhammer at all. Um, so if I didn't you know like if fantasy, like if you like like epic fantasy, you'll like it. It's okay. pretty cool. Uh, I would suggest watching some lore videos, and if you like the lore videos, you'll you'll definitely like jumping into the uh, the Total War versions of the game. Sweet. Yep. But that's it. It's a little free. Well, it was free. Uh, it was a game with gold and uh, pretty sick. Well, nice. And that's it. I'll, I'm going to stop there and let you guys talk a little bit before I talk about my final one. Ryan, you want to go or you want me to go? Well, I can I can knock mine out and you can go for it, man. Uh, All right. <clears throat> I've been playing some old comfort games as well as Factorio. Uh most notably, I put several, probably like six hours into SnowRunner, which I've talked about that in the past. I'm kind of making it a slow goal to complete that game uh, because it's one of those I can just sit back on the couch and not really pay attention and play. You know what I mean? Yeah, you said games. that was one of the, your like mindless chill-out yeah. games. So when I'm not focusing, I just turn on SnowRunner, drive a truck through the snow for hours. It's, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty relaxing. But um, anyway, they've added mods to SnowRunner. They've also added some a new map. Um, the mods are a blast because you can download pretty much anything. And what's cool is it's on console. Console mods. So. That's cool. Yeah. yeah that's really nice. Um, so I, I think this game was actually on sale on the PS Store not long ago. So if anyone's, it might still be on sale. But it's worth a... It's worth checking out and buying as well uh, if you enjoy that kind of game. Um, and then I turned on Grand Theft Auto for a little while because I was like, you know, I'm missing out on my millions of dollars that they're giving me every month. Um, so you just online, huh? Yeah. I, How I was it. that? It's it's exactly what you expect it to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, uh, but it's not something I can do for a long period of time. Right. But, you know, they've added some stuff on it. Uh, you know, they added that new map a while back. I still haven't got to that. Um, but just just aimlessly driving around, killing people, you know, wrecking, things like that. Such as you do. I, yeah. I was actually thinking about Grand Theft Auto uh, day before yesterday. Not not GTA 5, but I was thinking about how, how good the story was in GTA 4. Oh, man. Um, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, they had such good characters. I was thinking about little Jacob 
Yes. Like the little Rastafarian dude. Yes, that, that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I work for yeah. the bad man. The, yeah, the Bomba is... Club man. Oh, I love little Jacob. Yeah. So anyway, I'm glad you brought up GTA. I, I was thinking about some old memories of that the other day. I'm so excited for this San Andreas Five City and Three remake. Yep. Yeah. Did See, you play not... any single player, Ryan, or did you just mess around online? No, nah, I just messed around online. Okay. You know, I will say as much hate as GTA Five's online gets these days, the story. I would say it's not as good as four, right. uh, but the story is still really good. Oh, it's good. I think I think people are just upset that they've seemingly like abandoned their history of of single player expansions. Because <clears throat> uh, arguably, the best story in GTA Four was the Ballad of Gay Tony. Because mm-hmm. um, it it tied in that diamond heist that's in the original game. Right. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna get off topic there, but but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. Pretty solid, pretty solid choices. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, what uh, about you? So I uh I also jumped into a little bit of a comfort game um with uh with everything going on in my family, I didn't really want to jump to a game that had, took a lot of concentration. Right. Um, so Are I jumped in Snow Runner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put in some time. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, I put it. I I decided to play some Fallout New Vegas. Um, Mark, wait a minute. Listen, I don't know how happy I am about this. I'm supposed to be the one here that plays the oldest game on the list. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's okay. It's a to good, the crown it's a, this week. It's a good choice. It's a great game. Yeah, I um. So I've had it in my Steam account for forever. Um, played it on 360 back in the day. Um, beat it. You know, spent a lot of time in New Vegas on the 360. And on Steam, I never really put in a lot of time. Like when I started last week, I had seven hours in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting at 20 today. Yeah. Um. So I've just been putting in, just plugging away. Um, and that game, I don't know, something about that game for me. And yeah, I know it, this is not an unpopular opinion, but it just never gets old. Uh, and it's I, and great. The amount of like content that they packed into just the vanilla game alone um, before you get to any of the DLC is, is pretty incredible for a game that's 11 years old. Right. Um, so, so I got a question for you because this, I played it on PC recently too for the first time. Okay. Were you as surprised as I was about how better it ran on PC versus what I remember it running on the consoles? Um, so I have actually had a horrendous experience um, trying to get it to run on PC. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, so I had to uh, use Nexus mods and download their like client vortex mm-hmm. and load in um two mods uh initially one was a script extender and one was a an anti-crash mod because basically i could run the game for about 30 to 45 minutes and it would crash Oof. Um, so that got incredibly frustrating um and then after i loaded those mods um due to the age of the game it 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 can run four gigs of ram but it will only recognize two gigs yeah so once i loaded those two mods on the game was 
capping out, capping itself out. Um, so I would then be playing for about 10 minutes and it would give me a memory full error. So I had to install another mod straight into the game files that um, um, makes the game, forces the game to realize it, it has extra memory um, with four gigs of RAM. Um, right. but, but since I've done that, yes, the game runs um, so much better. I, then it then yeah like you said like what i remember running on console um and i don't think i would go back to playing this game on console yeah like i remember playing it on my playstation and i knew that this game was notoriously bad on playstation so like i know that but it was like like you were talking about on playstation i was getting crashes every 25 30 minutes i mean just like <clears throat> clockwork man yeah i knew it was like oh gotta save get ready to crash then boom it would crash yeah, I uh, once I got all those kinks worked out on um, on Steam, um, I, I I was always bad to just like blow through these games. So I would, uh, you know, not really take time to like talk to the NPCs or or get any of the lore. And so I've actually been I've been doing that a lot more, um, which yeah. is really fun. And I have met so far one of my favorite characters that I never knew. Do you know who No Bark Noonan is? No Bark Noonan. Yeah, he's in Novak. I don't think I ever met No Bark Noonan. So I took a screenshot of one of the things he says when you're talking to him. Basically, he's like this crazy old man that lives in Novak. Um, and you're trying to like figure out what's going on with one of the farmers, Brahmins, because uh-huh. someone keeps showing up and killing them in the middle of the night. Um, is this the mission where you have to stay up in like the dinosaur tower? No, this is... Um, it's separate from that, but it's in the same town. Okay. Um, so when you go talk to No no bark uh this is a screen this is a quote from me from him he says well says no bark we got a chupacabra with an automatic weapon and that's what they get real quiet and that's when they get real quiet because now they see the predicament we're in (laughs) (laughs) chupacabra with an automatic weapon and in the next sentence he uh he he talked about uh commie ghosts so (laughs) that guy won me over very quickly without spoiling is this the mission where you there's a super mutant that's involved. Yes. Okay. All right. So now I do remember. All right. Cool. Yes. Dude. And uh, have you ever used the name of the gun is that gun? Have you ever used that? That's the one from the crash site. It might be. I think I bought it in Novak. Okay. I but think so. Dude, that thing melts super mutants. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> Yeah, that's that's all I've been playing this week. Just some some classic New Vegas. Yeah, just made it gun. to to Freeside today. You know what that gun is modeled after, right? Is it? It's Rick Deckard's, it's Deckard's gun, right? pistol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, thought I was pretty sure it was. Uh, but, but yeah, which that's, is cool as crap. Oh yeah, nothing feels more badass than patrolling the Mojave. Right. Ready to take down some replicants if exactly. you had to. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> Just such a good game. It's a shame Fallout 4 didn't really follow up. Yeah, there's a lot of hopes riding on that. And then Fallout 76, I've heard is better now, but certainly didn't do the the uh, franchise any favors. Yeah, you know, I, I like Fallout 4. I haven't beat it, but I played it on PS4, and I really like the setting, and I like that the that there's actually like color in the game. Yeah. Um, but I, what the 
the big thing for me in Fallout and Elder Scrolls is like the charisma and being able to persuade and use like speech. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the things that I feel like they just neutered in Fallout 4. Yeah, I think they yeah, I think they designed that game for people who liked the the uh run and gun, the combat. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But uh that's it for me. All right. Well, I got one more game. I texted you guys about it uh, earlier this week when it went on sale, mid, uh, Midweek Madness sale on Steam. And uh, Ryan, you talked this game up quite a bit. Um, so I bought it. Uh, all right. And I bought it with the uh, all the DLCs. So I got it. I got the game and all the DLCs for basically what the game would cost regularly. And it is Project Hospital. And you were 100% right. This game is awesome. Um, so, Mark, did you uh, did you buy it as well? I know you were debating it. I ended up not buying it. Okay. This, this, uh, sounds I, like I'm going to regret it though. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost, <laughs> in a way, I do like this game better than um, Two Point Hospital. I mean, they're very different. So, I don't want to like, you know, it is comparing apples to oranges because this project hospital is supposed to be very serious, very realistic and two point hospitals, definitely not those things. Um, but there's much more details in like uh, the management side of project hospital. And then my favorite part of the game is enabling doctor mode. And it's like a little doctor yeah. game built in. Like that's really fun. Yeah. Like you get to call the shots. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, you know, all kinds of people <laughs> getting all kinds of issues. At one point <laughs> we were getting, I was getting so overwhelmed just in my, my little GP uh, office, my little clinic I had set up. I was just giving everybody like a, a painkiller and sending them home. <laughs> it was like, here, take some pain pills and go home. Um, but Sounds yeah, true to life. Yeah, it is. Very Did you charge them like a hundred bucks too? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you didn't have insurance, tough luck. Um, but, uh, the, one of the coolest parts is it's one of the, uh, DLCs is they have infectious disease. Uh, and you can build like this isolation ward with like airlock doors and things. And, and you deal with all kinds of crazy infectious disease, like bubonic plague, like pertussis. Um, it's really cool. So yeah, I heartily recommend this. It was on sale for midweek madness. I think it's off sale now pretty sure um, it is but you know this is one that i'm sure they'll put back on sale for the holiday sale so but yeah i really like it it's a lot of fun nice well glad you enjoyed it yeah it's quality recommend sir i try to carry my weight around here hey man did you do a good job oh <laughs> uh, well I'm glad we uh we pulled in an episode and recovered from last week. Yep, definitely. So, but I think I think we wrap it up there, don't we? Yeah, that's that is it up for time. me. Nice. Well, uh, you got to your closing line, Mike. Yeah. So if you like what you heard, you want to hear more of this, go on over to Patreon.com/slash digital theory podcast and consider backing us at whatever level you feel comfortable doing so um we would appreciate the support um 
Uh, you'd get great benefits like membership to our Discord, uh, Patreon-only Discord, where you get to see some of the crazy stuff we talk about. Um, and we'd, we'd love to see you over there. So patreon.com slash digital theory podcast. And a shout out for this week. Uh, we're going to come to the home, home state, North Carolina. We're going to go to High Point. High Point NC. Awesome. So thank you guys for listening. For sure. For sure. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Talk to you in a bit. All right, guys. Take it easy.